podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Copyright Podcast. What's happening everyone? Welcome back to the earliest Copyright Podcast stream. It's a new record, it's now 10 to 9 in the UK. It's obviously 10 to 10 in um, in Sweden, so Christian's a bit more awake than I am, but I've been See? up. I did my 10 10k walk. I've been up since like 10 past six this morning. So I've been out right doing on. a long walk and, you know, came home, had coffee. All good. I'll r- rub it into everyone who's hung over and lying in bed. What's going? Oh my God. What's my life? <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, no, at least you're keeping fit, lad. At least you're keeping healthy. It's all, it's all good stuff. Uh, but we haven't done a, obviously, a city. Uh, preview. We were going to do it. We tried to do it yesterday, but obviously it didn't happen. Um, and so we thought we'd just do it now, even though it's like the earliest show ever. And we don't expect anyone to be in the comments for this one on the on the lot because obviously we're doing this live. But um, we appreciate it anyway if you if you're listening or watching. Uh, but we just thought we'd get straight into it. And Christian, what are, what are your thoughts on tomorrow? Because I've I've got I've got one screenshot. Which or stats, you know, I love my stats. So it's a, it's of the league table, so it's not the, it's not the best um, screenshot I've ever took. Because when I was looking at it, I was like, oh, where to Liverpool? Where to Liverpool? Kept having to scroll down more and more and more and more and more <laughs> in the league. Um, but I just thought I'd put it up anyway because it gives us obviously our last six results as well. Uh, so we're obviously unfortunately tenth, and we've got was it two losses, two wins, and two draws in our last six, which I think says it all about our form at the moment, like two, two, and two, and obviously you've got man city um uh, just a point off uh Arsenal, and they've won one five and drawn one in the last six, and yeah what what are your what are your general thoughts look just going into this one before we get into like team news and stuff like that? Well, it, it is the big one though, like the, like it's been the last couple of seasons or for a long time, you know, against City because you know that they are the team that we've been competing with for the title. Like we we lost the title twice um, to them with one point. Um, you know, they they are they are a great football club, obviously with great players. You know, nowadays, uh, whatever you want to say about how they became successful, that's another. You know, conversation. Uh, I, I'm one of them. You know, always raising a voice about how they actually, you know, got the money and all that. You know, I don't like that kind of stuff. But you know, football, modern football is what it is. And um, I'm just very proud of what Liverpool and Klopp have done the last like three, four seasons, where they actually been able to compete with a totally different budget, totally different, you know, way of a club being uh, run uh, you know our own is doing it differently some people agree with it some people disagree uh, but you know I'm proud of what I've done and I'm thinking you know going into this game with City um, concerning you know considering where we are in the table it's a very must win for us to you know connect with the top four Champions League spots because it's really be very tough to actually you know, I'm a little bit scared if we keep losing points, losing, you know, even these kind of games. Because um, before it's been like that, we can actually, you know, draw or lose against the big ones because we kept on winning all the rest games. Uh, but at this time now, we just need three points. It's going to be really tough. But I'm just a little bit concerned that we're losing connection with the top that, you know, competes for this 
the, the four spots for Champions League because if we don't have Champions League uh, next season, it will be so much tougher to, you know, attract certain players that are, you know, rumoured about, you know, talk about Bellingham's or whatever. Uh, we need Champions League football and I'm just thinking this kind of game is the, at Anfield is the game to actually show that we are we are still there. We are still in the top, even though we're not in the top of the table. We're still a top team to, to that people can count on. So I'm just thinking, you know, it's a very, very important game. All games are, but this just feels like we just need to win because we can lose so much ground. Yeah, and I think what you said there about obviously, if you haven't seen like the Klopp comments on like Man City and Newcastle, like having no ceiling and no one can compete with them, I think it all feeds into. Our owners, and like you said, doing it like the right way, like using using the money that you you gain from other transfers to 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 pump back into the club and stuff like that. <clears throat> Obviously, they've done FSG have done a lot of a lot of questionable things, but the way that they've run the club in terms of finances, they've never wanted us to have spend too much money, um, which you can understand because it needs to and business needs to be sustainable. But I think it does feed into the fact that like you've just been saying they're like top four. Obviously, we've got a game in hand, but currently. We're six points off Chelsea, who are in fourth spot, um, mm. and they've got a game in hand as well. So we asked, we're six, we're two wins behind them, and obviously we're only eight games in. There's thirty left to play. There's a lot. There's a long way to go, and people, people on Twitter and stuff seem to um, forget that that this it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. This this Premier League, it's not something that's over after ten games because you you've had a bad start. You can you can make up the ground. Obviously, we're banking on City to drop quite a few. Um, points and stuff got coming towards the end of the season but it's something that if Liverpool get on a run and we know they can do that and we've seen that in the past but I think that we need the top four thing is something that if we if if this carries on the, the run of form like I said the two wins two two draws uh, two losses like very in different form um in the, in the in our last six games anyway then that might kind of feed into the owner's mindset of like we might need to start pumping some more money in because if we're not going to get the top four we're not going to be able to recruit. Well, it's going to be hard to recruit the Bellinghams and the, the whoever else that wants to come to the club because Bellingham's not going to be. Or I'll leave Dortmund to playing Champions League every year for Liverpool because they might get into the Champions League the year after. So it's it's something that I think it it, it all interlinks, doesn't it? I I think anyway. Yeah, it does. And you know, I'm I'm not the one saying you know that the owners need to just spend, 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 spend because I, I I don't like that. And you know, I know there's a big discussions on Twitter and in other forums, you know, talking about how the club is run. But um, like you said, they they've done mistakes in the past. But I just like the way Liverpool are, you know, safe and secure, you know, in the in terms of being run as a as a business. Uh, and I I read a thread. Uh, I can't remember who wrote it now, but. Uh, it's uh, obviously a journalist. I think it's from Liverpool. I can't remember his name now. Anyway, he just said, you know, people are shouting FSG out and all that. But who do you want in? Like this, who do you want in? If you don't want to be, you know, Man City or Newcastle nowadays, who do you That's want it, in? Yeah. Who who has the money to, you know, at, 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 at the time being, we are a healthy club in terms of economy and all that. And, you know, even if people say, you know, FSG won't spend, we don't have any money. We, we do have money. We just We just can't spend money on whatever and in you know whatever time just like okay we're going by this player now or we buy this or we can we can give you those wages like you know when you read about Haaland having almost like nine hundred thousand pounds and all his bonuses are triggered we know when he scores hat tricks and you know uh, how many games he played or whatever it's just ridiculous and we know the modern football is very 
<laughs> you know, weird in that sense, but it's just getting more crazy and crazy uh, the, t more, the more the time goes by. But like I said, you know, we, we need to just focus on ourselves. Um, we are still, you know, a team with top quality players. You can't say anything else. It's just that we had a, you know, a bad run of form like if you look at our squad you know it's not long ago that we actually you know won against man city in the fa cup semi-final at wembley we were really great against them we won against them in the um community shield uh with charity shield i can't remember i always see yeah, that yeah it's, it's yeah. community shield now but yeah i always yeah it was charity shield. yeah community shield. uh you know and we we showed that we actually you know we can play them we are good we have quality players on in every position. We've just been, you know, individual players have been out of form. We've been out of form in a collective way as well. It's just un unlucky, you know, at the time, you know, we just need to find a way back. And I think, you know, against Rangers with the goals, the way we played the second half and we already talked about it, it was something that we saw that, you know, we, if, if we if we just click and get the rhythm going, like we've been talking about that, this, you know, we have the players for it. So if, if City comes to Anfield and we just, you know, get out of the starting block straight away with, you know, aggressivity and intensity and all that kind of stuff and play our game, I think, you know, they will, they will find it tough. It's not like they... They will always come there to try to play their game, obviously, but, you know, they know it's Liverpool. It's, it, it's, it's not, you know... A, a, you know, a, a team at, you know, usually at the bottom of the table or whatever, or, you know, with all the respect to the other teams, but it's Liverpool away. You can never go to Anvil and actually think you should win, even if that's been the case now lately that we haven't been that good. You know, it's it's not like they're going to go and think it's going to be easy. And if we can actually put in a performance and show them and actually fight, proper fight, then, you know, it will be really, really difficult for them. And I just hope that we can actually go and give them a game. And if we do that, then we can actually come out with three points as well. I think we'll raise it. I think we'll, it'd be very surprising if, if we don't raise our game, especially at, at home. I think I'd be well more worried at their place, but at, at home against a, a team that we may need to... I mean, we said the similar thing against Arsenal. To be fair, we need, it, would be, it would have been good to make a statement and beat them because they were the, the form team. And we, I, I think we... I mean, we didn't play great, but I feel like refereeing decisions and, and whatever it was around that game, we might have, we might have, on the other day, we might have been able to do that. So, yeah. um, but we've got a few comments actually for the earliest preview ever. Um, Hash is in. I hope we get a draw. You'll never walk alone. Yeah, well, we'll get on to score predictions soon because I'm not sure what to think at the minute. Um, Doug says, Mona lads, I just woke up. And is this the earliest preview ever? It is. It is. Definitely is. 10 to 9 in the morning. There's no yeah, way for you, so in the UK it is, but yeah, it's soon like midday here. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, yeah, definitely never done one before nine o'clock. And before nine o'clock start is crazy, absolutely crazy. And then he's also asked, How was Gothenburg? Just that, just, just about your life. Yeah, good. You know, I'm 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 born and raised just an hour away from Gothenburg, so I, I feel like I'm at home when I'm you know on the west west coast of Sweden, and it's a nice city for whoever wanna go and you know visit Sweden. Gothenburg is nice, and it's quite easy to fly in. So yeah, that's a tip from me. Just go to Gothenburg and have a the time of your life. I will be going there very soon, and you'll be coming to get me. Say and take me everywhere, little taxi. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas private taxi. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, Paul's in, nice one Paul uh, Morning lads, this is early, I'm getting ready for a party tonight and I feel like I need a beer now <laughs> Ooh, Just do it Paul just, just go with it, I would You know, if there's a party going, I would probably you know, crack up, you know, beer straight away or one coffee with nine. whiskey or whatever 
one minute past nine, that might be. I mean, I've got a tea for now. I've got a party tonight as well, so oh. <clears throat> my throat doesn't feel the greatest. So I might have to just have a like, just just have a ch- have a chill one until later, and then get on it properly. Just, um, just get whiskey straight away. Whiskey, oh yeah, a little old fashioned or something. I've actually got into them recently. You know, old fashions. Yeah, I've never really been a fan, and then I had I had one. I think I sent you a picture when I had one a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "This is surprisingly really nice." And then I had one the week the week after. I was like, "Fucking hell, I'm on the I'm on the old fashioned train, fully on, fully on board." Uh, but let's yeah, footy, 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 yeah. footy. Uh, Community <laughs> Shield, like you said, we beat them, which was obviously Nunes came off the bench, done really well, got a goal. Uh, that was a great moment, and then, like you said, the game before that was the FA Cup, where I've seen people just posting that. The clip when we were obviously battering them, and they were like, yeah. uh, like on Twitter saying, "Oh, take me back to this moment," because obviously Liverpool aren't doing that well at the moment, which I understand. But that was a great day as well. And the, in the Premier League last year, um, two, two, two draws, which I think that says um, just how close we are to to them yeah. in terms of um, quality and stuff like that. Obviously, in the in the game at Anfield maybe we should have nicked that one I think but I think 2-2 is maybe I think it's just a sign that we're really evenly matched and I think it comes back to what we were saying before about finances and stuff the fact that Jürgen Klopp's got us to a point where we can compete with someone who who can buy anyone they want and it's not it's not an issue I think that I think Klopp he just says it how it is and he, when he does when he does do that, people seem to take issue with it, and I don't understand it because everyone thinks the same. City and whatever can buy whoever they want. Liverpool can't because we've got owners who don't want to do that, so we have to compete in a different way. So I don't get the the hate Klopp gets for saying just talking truth, really, which is it's a bit it's a bit annoying. Um, but yeah, let's get on to tomorrow and what what are you thinking in terms of because in terms of team news, I think obviously Matip's out, Trent's out, Diaz is out. Canate uh, wasn't seen in training, which people saying is that a sign that he's going to be out? Because I think I think people are linking it to he's not he wasn't in training. And in Klopp's press conference, he said he got asked about injuries, and he said something like, um, "We'll have to see. We ha- we haven't made made any final decisions yet." But he didn't mention anyone in particular. But mm. I think people are taking the fact that he was being quite coy about that question, and the fact that Canate weren't in training as a Canate's not going to be fit, but. Tiago missed training before the Arsenal game and then played. So, yeah, what do you? Let's do a team with Canate and a team without. I think is the easiest way. Yeah, it's time for Big Nat Phillips. Um, <laughs> big Nat. Uh, um, yeah, well, if Canate is fit, obviously he's uh, he's in my team with Matip out. And if you know Trent is out, then Gomez goes out to the right. You know, it's quite clear. And obvious. So that will be obviously Alisson uh, Gomez to the right with Kanata and Van Dijk in the middle. And then uh, I'll, I'll probably go Robertson if he's fit now to play actually because oh. he came on, you know, because he, he looked really well when he came on against Rangers. So I think Samikas actually need a break now because he hasn't been that well. So I would start with Robertson with his experience of playing in these kind of games as well. And want to show that he's going to have the spot, you know, after that game as well. So he's he's got a lot of things that is good for him to actually play. So that's my defensive line. Do yeah, you agree, think, or you have any? No, no. I, th- I think that, that's what I was going to say to you. Like, there's, the only question, really, I think, is obviously if Canate's not in, then you have to think about that a bit more in detail. But I think yeah. he'll be okay, and I think it's yeah, it's Robertson or Simicass, isn't it? It's nice to have Robertson back, obviously. And like you said, he looked really good. Mm. Simicass 
has done well, and then people I've seen people saying he's not. He was he was getting ripped by the Rangers right winger, but I just feel like anyone would have got ripped by him. He was just so fast and just like so yeah. direct. I think anyone anyone in the world just gets beat by that pace unless you just take them down or you I don't know just head, get them in a headlock or something. Uh, so I think I agree with that defense. It's just whether we go back to the four three three or we stick. I I think we I think we stick with like the four. Four two three one four four two whatever it is. I think I'd be surprised if we move back to a, a three in midfield again. Would you? Yeah, I think now when it's been working, you know, and we've seen uh, us a little bit better with that formation. I think the club sticks with it just to be hopefully a little bit more safe defensively, like we talked about as well. Just to you know, I know we can see the first thing is Rangers and all that, that which is shit. But you know, in in terms of just covering up a bit space in that part of the pitch um i think that's something that he's not going to change straight away because that could be really dangerous against a city team with a lot of pace and you know skillful players that can play you know one touch football straight you know straight through us if we do that so i think we stay with the formation that we've been playing now so yeah if, if kunat is you know if kunat is out I'm, I'm not sure but you know if fabinho would have had a great you know form i would put him as center back next to van dyke you know and play hendo in the sixth row but at the moment with fabinho not being that good it's a it's a it's a big question if kunat is out because you could always say you know okay nat phillips is actually center think... back and and when he's been playing he's been quite you know playing quite good but you know to come up against holland or you know it's a yeah. different game so it's a very think, tough one if only... Canadi's out i think the only one I, or the only one i've seen as well on twitter just when i was scrolling through uh, yesterday was put gomez in alongside van dyke and then put like simicas like right back or robertson right back or something like that but then that's like i feel like you're yeah. moving too many players like in different positions i think like that one yeah, obviously that's an option as well because Gomez, obviously, with his pace and uh, playing centre back, that's his that's his best position anyway. But you know, like you said, them right back with without Trent or without Ramsey, you could you know argue that someone like Henderson could play on a right back, you know, because obviously he got the lungs and he got the work rate for it though, and he, you know just do the job simple if you if if you like it. There's, there's options to do that, but hope hopefully we don't have to you know swap around players on the pitch to actually play, you know, hopefully Gomez on the right side so Kanat can play in the centre. But if not, then we. Klopp has to deal with it, I guess, you know, and see how he can do it the best way. But yeah, if we just thinking of Konatis in the team, that's my defensive line. And in the midfield, obviously, I I think Kendo had a bad game against Rangers. And I think in this kind of game against City, obviously, he wanted to prove himself as the captain. But I, I, I would actually go with Fabinho and Thiago if we had a, like a 4-2-3-1 formation, to be honest, because I, I think he, he, he didn't do well. I, I love Hendo and I, you know, I always defend him when he gets all the abuse and all that because of everything he's done for the club and what he's done on the pitch and off the pitch and all that. But obviously you have you have to also see things as they are and he hasn't been good. So maybe he should be dropped even though he's the captain. So I would probably maybe go with Fabinho and Thiago, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. I think, like you said, um, yeah, it wasn't... I think he done well in the Rangers uh, home game and then... He just yeah he wasn't he wasn't as good in the in the away leg unfortunately but I just thought we'd look at a few comments of Doug's put his um, prediction in as well so he's gone for Allison uh, Gomez Canate Van Dijk Robertson Fabinho and Thiago Jota 
Firmino, Salah, Nunes. Only problem that is that there isn't a lot coming off the bench. Yeah, that's the only thing. When you go with all four, obviously in the Rangers game, we had Salah and Thiago and Jota on the bench. So you can call on people to yeah. change the game. But I, I feel like that that sounds like a good team to me. I feel like that's something I don't think we're going to vert. I don't think we're going to go back to 4-3-3 now. I don't. I don't mean we might do it at some point, but I just feel like we've been putting a lot of effort in. We've played a lot of games with the with the four two three one or four four two or whatever it is to yeah. kind of go back now. And I feel like Nunes obviously got his first Champions League goal. Salah got the fastest Champions League hat trick in history. Uh, Jota got three assists. Bobby's yeah. now got twelve um, goal contributions in twelve games. So they're all doing well, and I think. Those will they'll cause City a, a lot of problems, problems, especially like the missing the missing John Stones. I think the missing Carl Walker. Um, yeah. So they're not at full strength either. So we can we can cause them some problems if we go really offensive. I think. Yeah, and the ones that uh, Doug presented there is my offensive four, if you want to call it that. You know, with uh, if I said Fabinho and Thiago in midfield, and I would have Jota, Firmino, Salah, and Nunez as well, because like you said, the options now with Diaz out, um, and with obviously Jota uh, making three assists for Salah, you know, that shows that he's involved in the game. You know, uh, hopefully he can start to score as well, because we kind of used, you know, that he's actually popping up every now and then to score. But, you know, to actually have three assists uh, coming on from the bench uh, shows that he's, you know, he can be involved straight away. He's got the qualities. Salah, obviously, you know, self-confidence with the goals. Nunez the same, you know, he's getting more and more probably, you know, used to how we play, his role and all that, you know, sometimes his touch is not as good, sometimes his touch is great, so you know, he still learns his trade with us, you know, but the thing is though, like, even if he hasn't been great in the way we play, he still score goals, and that's what you need from a strike, and if he score goals, then the self-confidence and all the other things will click, you know, think, in there. In the, the Arsenal the game as well, I think he did well, Nunes, I yeah, think the runs so, he made. So, you know, in a short term, maybe, you know, he needs a little bit more time. But in the long term, you know, everything will go well. As long as you score, you know, that's the all you want from a striker, though, goals. And he knows that himself. Like, maybe I didn't do great in terms of overall uh, game on the pitch. But, you know, I've scored and that's what, you know, I'm here for. So if he does that, that will help him for the self-confidence to click with the team as well. And he still, you know, learns how everyone plays and his his, his own role as well. So I'm, I would play him. And I think Firmino in that little hole behind him is brilliant because we could see that against Rangers as well. And obviously it will be different players with different qualities and levels <laughs> than Rangers. But, you know, with Firmino, with his, you know, nice touches, his clever play and all that, I think it's a, it's a great four offensive players in that kind of style that we might play. So... Uh, yeah, that's my team as well. And uh, like you said, you know, if we go at them straight away because they have a few injuries, you know, in the defensive line, you know, wh- why not just give them a proper challenge with a really good quality place that we have going forward? Yeah, definitely. I think missing Jones and missing um, Jones, sorry, Stones and um, Walker is definitely it's definitely good news for us because obviously the Walker pace does bail them out of situations quite often. So. Um, but JJ is in the chat. Nice one, JJ. Morning, goal. I can't help but thinking Klopp will be playing mind games with the players missing training. Hopefully, anyway, it's the mess with checkbook, Pep. Yeah, I mean that would that would be boss if he if he did start doing that. Just don't feel like Klopp is that type of guy though. I wish he was a little bit more. I wish he was a bit of a shit house and done stuff like that. Like 
um, like Mourinho back in the day, just going, oh, this player's injured, this player's injured, and then he played the day after, and Ferguson did it for years, didn't he, as well? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Doug says, I don't want to go back to 2021. We have Fabinho and Henderson at centre-back. That was bad. Yeah, we don't. no one, no one wants to go back to that season uh, at all. And then JJ says, I agree with Doug, but I would lo- I would have Simicas over Robbo. Yeah, and then Ben Priest is in the comments. Nice one, Ben. Robbo looked bang up for it when he came on. If he's ready, he starts for me. I think he starts. I think when you've Finn's one of them, like Simicas is a great deputy, and I think he's I think he's done really well uh, in in most of the games he's played. But Robertson's just he's been our one of our best players f- for a long, long time now. Obviously, he's had a bit of a dip in form, but I think that's coincided with everyone having a dip in form. Van Dijk, Trent, Henderson. Salah that you can go through all the players that you'd expect yeah. like we said a couple of weeks ago you expect seven and eight out of ten every week they've been given fives and sixes some weeks which you don't expect I think all, all at the same time as well which is not what you expect but I think Robbo having an injury hopefully maybe give him a little bit of a rest as well I don't know how that works in terms of having an injury and feeling fresh after it but he's not been playing loads of games and stuff so his body will be ready to come back in and, and and maybe start a fight for his position because he knows Simicas is he'll know himself Simicas is a good a good player and he needs to he needs to be better better than him yeah and I think you know like you said now he's been out for a while uh, it's, he, he will be eager to show that he's he's the one who's going to play and obviously to be back to help the team you know that's something you know when you haven't played for a while and you just want to come back and you see that the team doesn't really perform very well uh you want to just get involved and help them and i think that could help us you know when you know robo is back to actually you know let me play i want to you know show that i should play and i want to do everything i can to you know uh, be involved and help the team so that that's really good and Simikas. He, he had two games now where he hasn't been, you know, that great. He's still doing it good. But uh, I think, you know, he could do with a little bit of a rest as well because I think with Robo coming back, that could be, be helpful for us just to have him really, really eager to just show that he's going to, uh, he's up for it. Yeah, I think the more, like we said, the more players we have, like just looking on the list now of like our like injuries and suspensions, obviously Oxlade-Chamberlain still injured, but he's, I think he's back in, He's back in like training, isn't he? I don't know. He's back in full training, but he's running. Um, mm. I don't know if he's running with the ball, but he's been doing running stuff, training. Um, yeah. Curtis Jones has been doing training as well. I sort of he put like a clip on Twitter yesterday, so I don't know if he'll be involved tomorrow. It might be a bit too soon, but it'll be nice to have him back. It's just like having players back that you just having options is just so is just what we need, especially when we haven't got like maybe the the same strength and depth and obviously we have to sign Arthur Mello and then he gets injured as well it's just like just little things like that where you need as many players as you as you can um, and Ben says just praying for Benio has a good game long overdue was pretty poor against Rangers even though we dominated in the end um, yeah I think the Fabinho things another thing like if, like I said before with all the players being out of form he's just another one that you're just like what's, what's going on like it's usually yeah so just looks knackered, doesn't he? Sometimes, or just like I think he, yeah, he looks really slow. Like he's yeah. not in right positions. He looks slow, and he doesn't. You know that he's such a vital player in a vital position for us. You know, holding midfielder. You know, covering the defensive line, picking up their attacks. You know, he's always been the one just you know stretching out a leg, winning the ball, and we can counter attack. He's just been everywhere. He's just like yeah, he's brilliant. He's just you know interrupt their offensive play all the time, and now we got the ball. But you know lately he's just been. 
you know, on the wrong side. Uh, he's been out of position. He hasn't been able to tackle properly. He's, you know, given away free kicks. You know, it's just been, he's been all over the place. <laughs> I think I, I think I said to you, like, <clears throat> I think he's good when he's got legs around him. I think when he, when we were at our, like, best and smashing teams, he was in the middle. Obviously, a, a fully fit, fully fit, fully energised, fully informed Fabinho alongside, like, Van, Al- Van Alden. And Henderson, who was obviously a, lot, a few years younger and had more energy in the legs and a few less injuries um, to contend with, he was really yeah. good. And I think I think you look at the, that goal we scored against them, where it was like one of the best like passing movements. We were kept we dragging them either side of the pitch. I think it was a ended up being a Firmino goal, but we would like drag them everywhere. And for, like all the team were involved in that in that goal, and that was kind of synonymous of, of Liverpool, like just stretching teams over to the left, over to the right, and Fabinho and, and the midfield were just a key part in that. And we want to see want to see that coming back shortly, hopefully, because that's 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 what Liverpool needs to, to be at our best. I think our midfield needs to be really good for us for Liverpool to do well. And I think maybe the change in formation and players coming back might help that as well. Uh, but Ben says can't see anything but a city win unfortunately Hopefully, respectful scoreline of 2-1 to Man City. Uh, Doug says, after a sad week of losing two actors in my childhood growing up, and Alan Gillette Lansbury and Robbie Coltrane, something has to be happy. I'm going 3-2 Liverpool. Very optimistic. You never walk alone. Yeah, ah, R.I.P. Robbie Coltrane, Hagrid. Yeah. What a guy! What a what a guy, man! What a legend! Yeah, Re- remember him from the Golden Eye movies as well. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, made two or three Bond movies, I guess, uh, yeah. with uh, Pierce Brosnan. I remember because you you know I was only like ten, eleven or something when Golden Eye came out, and I just loved his role in you know in, in in the movie as well. So, yeah, rest in peace. Sad news, really sad oh, news. I think he's like 70, 72, I think. Yeah. yeah. Absolute legend. Um, and then we've got another comment from Ben saying, Fabinho playing poor means our centre-backs are sitting narrow and can't spread wider to help Trent and Simicass cover is what I've noticed. Yeah, I think it's one of those. It's it's And it's the players knowing that. It's everyone knowing that they're not completely informed. So they're not doing natural things. So they're not like Van Dijk isn't going well. Fabinho is going to win that ball. So I, I can I can stay where I am, or I don't have to go in a bit closer. But what, what he might be thinking instead is Fabinho might not win that ball, so I need to go in. And then the spaces are just it's it's just all those slight little spaces, which in a in a Klopp system are very key. And when, when everyone starts slightly moving over in the wrong in the wrong way in transition, <clears throat> I think we've seen it in goals we've conceded where just little pl- interplays in the middle, and then I think for the Rangers goal, like just like a little knockdown, and he's he's through and he scores, and you're just like fuck yeah, and it's just. Just keeps happening, doesn't it? Yeah, and it looks, you know, since the start of the season, we it seems like there's loads of space in between our midfield and uh, yeah. the back line, uh, and between the center, uh, the center backs as well. Like, and we've seen, you know, on Trent's right side, there's been loads of space as well between him and Martip, and you know, it's we never really seen that before because you know Klopp's system have worked like we. Before it worked like we never gave the opposition the time on the ball and we covered and narrowed down the space really, really good. You know, it was really hard to play. And when they were forced to play long balls, we only we just only used Van Dijk, just win the ball and, you know, we, we go again. 
but now it seems like we had loads of space you know in between there and they have been able to play the ball into those little pockets and actually found you know a through ball and that's been really really dangerous but we need to go back to where we were before and actually close down and not giving back you know away space like that and just win the ball higher up on the pitch and don't let them play into the space especially not man city with uh De Bruyne and you know the kind of players they have in the midfield and with Holland you know being up there being a, this big fucking Norwegian striker that scores yeah. you know goals for fun we we just can't let them have that because obviously if that happens they will score a few yeah and I, I mean I as I, I, I remain that the only play the only defender can, that can stop Haaland doing what he does is Van Dijk and I know Van Dijk isn't in yeah. tip top form like we've said but I just feel like Haaland's game is pace and power, and I think Van Dijk can match anyone. And I think Canate, similarly, if Canate's fit, it's like we've got probably two of the best defenders in the world that can balance out what he he can pose as a, as a threat, like just pace, power, um, intelligence, just stuff like that, where he'll get into the right positions, and hopefully Canate's fit. So we've got two players that can... Shut him yeah. down when he, whenever he's physical um... players as well, like you know who can actually stand the stand the ground yeah. and actually you know hold him off as well. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, but um, it's a scary prospect because he's just scoring goals for fun. Obviously, he's in my fancy team as a captain. I didn't put him in at first as captain because I thought <laughs> let's yeah. just see how he gets on. Then he scored and like a hat tricks and hat tricks and hat tricks. Like I've got to put him in because I need to win my fancy league. To be fair. There's 250 yeah. quid on it. So he's the weed, you know. I, I wish he was Swedish, but we had Slatan and they got now Holland. So you know that. There you go. And you've got you've got Isak. He's decent. Oh, you don't like him, do you? That much? No, I, 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 I don't mind him. I just think it's you know he's a little bit overhyped. He's good, but he's not that good. He's not. He wasn't worth the money that Newcastle paid from. That's my opinion. But I might be wrong. He might prove me wrong. He's scoring loads of goals when he's playing again. But you know, I, I don't think he's that great. In if you compare with you know. Yeah, kinds of you know Slatans when he came out, you know when he came up as a youngster and the career he had, you know it's hard to have that career though. But you know it's, it seems like sometimes we just look for the new Slatan, you know it's it's just real difficult to be that kind of player. Yeah, I think I think he'll Isaac will do good against like Liverpool's and the Man Cities because they'll high lines. He's got pace to burn. I think the ball over the top. I think it's the teams that low blocks he'll he'll struggle against because he's got no space to run into. Um, but yeah, I was just going to get on to this, Ben. He says, "What are your guys' score predictions, Christian? Yeah. What are you What are you thinking, lad?" Uh, I don't want to be the you know doomsday <laughs> guy today, but I'm I'm I want to be you know optimistic because uh, I really I really feel that we just need to, you know if if we win against Man City, it's a statement as well, and we can actually bounce from it because now obviously we won against Rangers which is not the best team in the world. But if we actually beat Man City, they are one of the best team, if not the best team in the world. That would be a huge statement from us, you know, to kind of go from there this season. So I just say 2-1 Liverpool. Um, 2-1. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a, you know, a nervous one, but we're going to come away with 2-1 and get the three points. I'd, I'd go along with that. I think I think me, me heart says 2-1, me head saying like... 1-1 one, one or 2-2. Two, two. I think I said something similar for the Arsenal game. I, I felt like we might nick it, but I thought we'd draw. The fact that we got beat by them was, yeah, that was a tough one to take. But if we do beat them, right, we can go in the league. We'll go 8th. 
we'll go eighth in the league, lad. So that's that's a, that's good, isn't it? We're getting we'll yep. getting closer to the top four, and obviously we've got a game in hand as well. So this is I don't the game in hand will be will it be Chelsea, will it? I don't know when. Yeah, yeah I, don't I think know. so. We've, we've got a game in hand anyway. I don't think it is Chelsea, um, so we can go eighth in the league. Um, but then it's like it's just like it's just taking points off the the big boys. Obviously, we I don't want to call Arsenal a big boy because I don't think they are. They're just in good form. They're a good team. Uh, but we didn't get the points against them. But hopefully we can. I think at Anfield, I think if we if you put if you put the if you replay the Arsenal game the same way, I think we win at Anfield. If you if you if you change it from the Emirates if you change it from the um, the Emirates to um, to the to Anfield, I think I think we I think we win that game. Is the Arsenal is Arsenal Stadium called the Emirates or is it just early in the morning? It is, isn't it? Yeah, Emirates Emirates Stadium. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was yeah, just, I'm just thinking it. Yeah, because yeah, I was, I was getting confused with the Etihad for a minute. I was like, it's like twenty past yeah. nine. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm still. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but, yeah, but we had, like we had. Uh, sorry, we, we had great spells against Arsenal. So um, I agree with you. If we just, you know, swap it to Anfield and play that ga- game, and we get a little bit better defensively, you know, we win that game. And obviously, with the referee, uh, you know, being shite as well, you know, it's just. It's just the way it is. But if we played at Anfield and doing it that way and played more better defensively, we, we win that game, no problems. Yeah, Ben says top half, let's go. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I feel like yeah, tomorrow might be hopefully different because it's it's at home in front of the crowd. Hopefully bang up for it. Hopefully all the players are. I'm sure they will be because I think we saw I think even we saw it in the community shield, that was a game that we all maybe expected us to it not to be as feisty as it was, but I think I feel like you could put Liverpool City in any game a friendly and it'd be like really closely contested players going into tackles and stuff like that because both teams want to win. I think it's more like a psychological thing because when when I went to that Pep Linder's book, I know it was obviously like fucking iconic now with the all whole intensity thing and everything, all the intensities drained out of Liverpool after that. But he said like they were the training in pre season was was to. To get ready for the, the the city game rather than get ready for the prem, first Premier League game, which I thought was like quite interesting because they wanted to be ready to make a statement against Man City. So hopefully tomorrow can can be that again, and we can fingers yeah. crossed just um, put a good like I said just put like put a good performance in. You, you have a lot of fight in in the, a lot of energy, just just the stuff that we expect from Liverpool, and and obviously in front of Anfield, it, it should be a. It should be a better game, and I suppose more closely contested than it would be at their place. Um, but yeah, I think t- let's go with let's go with two one to the Reds. I think we bo- I think we both agreed on that. Let's let's hope that hopefully not concede the first goal. If we score the first goal, hopefully it might be a lot better. But um, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll I'll, leave it there. Yeah, I just want to see a lot of you know fight and uh, you know willingness to run more than see the players, and you know to just you know, be on them more and actually show they were at home at Anfield with the crowd behind them and all that kind of stuff. I just want to see the proper fight, not stupid fights, obviously with stupid tackles that could, you know, result in a yellow or red card, you know, but it's, it's just a proper fight show, you know, show them with tackles and intensity and all that energy that, you know, you're not going to come here and get, you know, three points or whatever you think, you know, that's what I want to see. And if we do that, I think we, we will find a way to play good football as well because that's in our DNA. So I think, you know, if we put the fight in and try to play our game, we we, we have a really, really good chance to win because we are at home and we are not a bad team, even though we have had a bad form. So let's let's go and do it and just go and win it. Yeah, and Ben says, can see a red card tomorrow, to be fair. Let's hope it's for City and that gives us an edge. That would be yeah. absolutely 
lovely. Um, but yeah, we'll leave it there. Um, just before we go, though, I just want to chat about this fella because I thought it's a good time to give this a plug because he's obviously he was at Man City for <laughs> in his in his youth days as well, uh, and his dad played for them as well before he moved to Liverpool. But I had a chat with Neil Miller about the amazing Arsenal goal and the lovely cushion there for Gerard and Olympiacos and getting Maldini's medal in Istanbul because he was injured and uh, Fernando Morientes had to get them all onto the pitch because none of the, the stewards didn't believe that they were Liverpool players. Just like just some hilarious stories and talking about when he was drinking in his youth and um, when he was playing and stuff and just just funny stories that you wouldn't hear about. But <clears throat> that's on the channel if you want to go and have a um, a watch or if you're listening on um, audio, then you can you can listen to it as well. Um, but yeah, we'll leave it there. Nice one, everyone, in the comments. Um, Ben says, good stream. Cheers, fellas. Nice one, lad. Um, been loads of comments considering it was the literally the earliest stream ever. I don't think we're ever going to beat this for a, oh, for a week. Know. Unless we do like a, I don't know, like a marathon stream one day for charity, like where it's like 6 a.m. to like 6 p.m. or something like that. But When I'm coming that, over, I'm, over I'm, I'm at your place, you know, like before 8, we should start straight. Imagine that. <laughs> just stream 8, <laughs> eight until 8, just on the beers, just getting progressively yeah. more pissed. Oh, that would be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, nice one, everyone, for the comments. If you, everyone that's watching live, if you're watching on um, re- repeat or later in the day, then yeah, do like and subscribe. It really does help us out. And if you're watching, on, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple or Deezer or anything like that or Google Podcast, then yeah, do leave us a, a rating because that really um, help boost us up the, the charts. Because it's nice to see us getting higher and higher in the Swedish charts, the Norwegian charts, the UK charts. I keep saying to Christian, we need to get higher in the Swedish charts because I didn't realise just me being a just being just being stupid that how massive Sweden is. So we need to we need to we need to get out there and just to the to the Swedes to get your get your headphones in and listen to us um, if they want. Uh, but yeah, it all it all helps. But um, nice one, everyone. Nice one again to Christian. And yeah, up the Reds. Hopefully, hopefully we do the business tomorrow. Nice one. Podcast Network.